are now listening to the unmistakable sound of the War Report Weekend Tailgate. It's your boy, C-Dog. Yeah, man. Uh, congrats to the Auburn Hockey Club by beating Bama. Uh, that's always great when we beat them. So, yeah. congrats to them, guys. Let's talk. Let's talk football staff. Since that's okay. kind of where we left off on Friday, we, I want to end this on not that this is a a, a sour note, but I want to end on a positive note by talking basketball. Have a good last week. What did we see? Let's kind of end it that way. Let's talk about the changes with Auburn's football staff, as as speculated. Carson announced yesterday that Mason is stepping down, thanked him for his contributions for the 2021 season. Jeff Schmetting, who has served as the assistant head coach, linebackers coach, and defensive run game coordinator, has been elevated to defensive coordinator. Cornerbacks coach Zach Etheridge will take over coaching Auburn's secondary. Uh, He was actually coaching, was it safeties? Mm -hmm. I think it was safeties. Uh, he will take over the entire secondary and will serve as the recruiting coordinator. Uh, Burt Watts will continue his post as special teams and will continue to coach the edge linebackers. Uh, he actually will receive the title of associate head coach, which brings us to some of the new hires that were announced, uh, guys that we speculated and talked about. Let's Let's discuss the first one. This brings us to a guy who's familiar with Auburn, Jimmy Brumbaugh. He is hired as Auburn's newest D-line coach. He replaces Eason, who has moved on to Clemson. He served as a defensive analyst at Oregon in 2021. Uh, In 2020, he only coached four games as the defensive line coach. Tennessee was a mess that year. Uh, And as we know, the whole staff was, was cleaned out as a result of a scandal that happened that year. He actually coached at numerous places, uh, too many to name here, but most notable, he coached defensive line at Kentucky from 2013 to 2016. And what's interesting about this is that during his time there, he developed three NFL draft picks while at Kentucky. He's credited for that uh, on numerous sites. Bud Dupree, who ended up being a first-round pick to the Steelers. Uh, Zadarius Smith, who was a fourth-round pick to the Ravens. Uh, Josh Forrest, Darius Smith was uh, is is playing for the Packers right now. They just lost. I mean, just uh, I just want to throw that in there because you know, and, not and that means that, that means fan. that means something special to Ike for obvious yeah. reasons. He's a Niners fan, but he had a great game. Darius Smith is the man. He's just on the wrong team. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Josh Forrest, who uh, played linebacker, uh, I, I'm you know that was a three four scheme that they run at, at at Kentucky. So I, I think he may have had a hand of coaching him as well. He ended up going getting drafted sixth round to the Rams. Uh, during his time there, four defensive linemen earned all SEC honors while under his watch at Kentucky. Also, 
He served as LSU's strength coach during his 2008 national championship season and played D-line, where he also was All-SEC. He played defensive line in Auburn from 1995 through 1999. That's Jimmy Brumbaugh. That is our new defensive line coach. Now, with Schmetting becoming our defensive coordinator, he was responsible for coaching inside linebackers. So with that, opened up a, a void there. Auburn has met that with this guy, Christian Robinson. He will be the inside linebackers coach and the defensive run game coordinator. He coached linebackers at Florida for about four years from 20, 2018 to 2021. Uh, after Todd Grantham got fired, who he actually followed or played under at Georgia. We'll talk more about that. Uh, he was promoted to the interim D.C. given that he knew a lot of or he was really well, uh, had a good understanding of Todd Grantham's scheme. He finished the year as their interim D.C. Uh, he served as a G.A. Yeah, he first started at his alma mater uh, from 2013 to 2014. He was the G.A. at Ole Miss from 2015 to 2016 and was Mississippi State's uh, G.A. from 2017 on forward to where Grantham brought him on to Florida. He also played at Georgia from 2009 to 2012, and under his watch, he developed two NFL draft picks while at Florida. Uh, Jonathan uh, Greenert, who was the third-round pick to the Texans, and Vashon Joseph, who was the fifth-round pick to the Bills. So here are your new uh, coaching staff. Want to hear from you guys. Just get your thoughts. It appears that our staff is finalized. Uh the last time I said anything about Auburn's coaching staff, I was adamant that Derek Mason was still going to be here. So I don't know nothing about nothing when it comes to this stuff. We just <laughs> we just got to be updated as this happens. So yeah. I want to start with with you, Ike. What are your thoughts on on this? Uh, the coaching staff, the coaching hires. Um, there was names thrown out about defensive line coach. Brumbaugh's name was mentioned mm -hmm. um, as as potential candidates to replace Eason. Um, people were excited about, about the possibility of grabbing a guy from the NFL. What are your thoughts about who we have and how he fits with what Auburn wants to do moving forward? Um, you listen, I, I like all the moves. Um, again, I, I said a lot about the whole defensive coordinator situation when we did our live. You can go and get a lot of my thoughts about that specifically. Um, uh, so I'm going to keep this limited to my thoughts on Brumbaugh and, um, Robinson. I think both of them are quality hires. Um, Brumbaugh, by all accounts, this is a job he's dreamt of having since he's was since his playing days at Auburn and he got into coaching. He wanted to come back and coach at Auburn. Uh, so I'm glad that we're going to have someone who's enthusiastic, not just about coaching the game of football, which he has clearly been co uh, enthusiastic about that, but about bringing quality talent to his alma mater. Um, Robinson is someone who I'm not as familiar with, but again, by all accounts, very, uh, involved in recruiting uh is a is a good defensive mind and kind of understands uh Todd Grantham is infamous right Florida's de defense wasn't great under Grantham um but the thing that Grantham was really good at or at least was credited as being good at is being very innovative in the way that he was bringing pressure Right. So you're going to have a linebacker coach who came up under a defensive coordinator who likes to be aggressive, who likes to have 
his linebackers be involved in various ways, whether that's run or pass blitzing. Uh, so I am excited about the possibility of having what most fans have been clamoring for, a more aggressive defense um, and coaches who coach in a way that they look to be aggressive on a consistent basis. Um, so again, the enthusiasm about Auburn as a whole coming from Brumbaugh and then the excitement that I think um, Robinson is going to bring to the room as far as his ability to recruit and the aggression that he wants his linebackers to play with are things that are exciting prospects for me as a fan of Auburn University and all of the things that we want to do with our program. And hopefully we now have a more cohesive staff that is ready to uh, buy into what the head coach wants to do uh, with his vision. We've got a defensive coordinator who's been with uh, Brian Harson for a while, so I don't think buy-in is an issue there. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, again, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to profess to be a guy who has followed either of those um, coaches throughout their coaching career, but from the research I've done since they've been hired, I do think that those, these are quality hires. Might, might not be the most flashy hires, uh, right. but I mean, I think we were probably sitting here in this exact same space, minus the NFL uh, experience, talking about Nick Eason in the same way, right? Like, I don't know what he's going to bring to that. And, and people weren't like, right. oh, Nick Eason's great. Nick Eason's great. They were like, oh, maybe. I don't know. Nick Eason turned out to be wonderful. So I don't think that um, Brian Harson doesn't have an eye for talented coaches. I think the question at this point is, can we bring some cohesion, some continuity to the staff so that we can build upon something for more than one season? Um, and we especially right. need to see something happening on the offensive side of the ball. So, you know, this is good for the defense. Defense has not necessarily been the problem. I want to continue to see momentum on that side. Uh, the offensive side is the one that we really need to start picking up some momentum, in my opinion. But overall, I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, Rob Donaldson asked a question. Uh, what do we know about these guys uh, in terms of have they worked together before or can they work together? Remains to be seen on whether or not they can. Um, they have not worked together because Christian Robinson, his, he hasn't been coaching long. Um, right. Rumball has been coaching, but he has not crossed paths with these guys. I mean, you got to remember Schmetting and those guys have have coached, you know, at the Mountain West, smaller programs. So they have not exactly crossed paths until now. It remains to be seen. I would like to hear more about moving forward because we heard things with Mason Schmetting. Uh, we heard about also Burt Watts, who was a defensive coordinator um, in the past as well, how they were working together to build Auburn's defense. So I'm hoping that collaboration continues, given their knowledge and experiences moving forward. I assume that it is, but that's what we know there. Be will your thoughts on on and and I agree. I I I do feel better about these hires after doing research on these guys. Didn't know much about them, so uh, instinctively the reaction is to be a bit negative or meh on the hires. But after reading up on them, I, I do feel better about these guys. Will they work together? We'll all have to find out together. But be will your thoughts uh, when these uh, these these hires were announced? Yeah, I'm. I am similar to Ike. I can't be down on it because we don't know. We really don't have any idea. Not being Florida fans, I know that Florida's defense looked unimpressive at times over Dan Mullen's tenure, but. I also know that Todd Grantham wasn't a great defensive coordinator, and I attributed that to him mostly. And this year, the year where uh, Christian Robinson actually stepped up to the interim spot, they actually played all right um, towards the end of the year, which was a surprise. I didn't expect them to beat Florida State 
but they ended up getting it done. Um, so I, I don't know who Christian Robinson is as a player or a person. I don't know who Jeff Brumbaugh is as a coach. And though he's had some good uh, rapport or, or had some productivity putting guys in the league, I am very wary of attaching <laughs> uh players' greatness to their position coaches in the sense that if you get a guy that's just a guy and he happened to coach under you, but he was going to be that guy anyway. I've said that about Derrick Brown. Derrick Brown was going to be Derrick Brown no matter where he went. For the the droves of players who come through Bama and LSU and they all beat their chest about how good they are. Like, listen, man, Odell Beckham was an all-world athlete and was going to be an all-world wide receiver whether he went to LSU or Kentucky or USC. It didn't matter. Now... The place des- definitely has a a hand in shaping who you are and fine-tuning who you are as a player and, and as a person, but I don't know how much to attribute to that. Um, the only thing that I can say for sure says who you are as a position coach and as a program when it comes to getting players to the league. If people come in with a similar value set on them, but they always end up exceeding it, now that's a telltale that the coaching staff is what's responsible for shaping these guys and putting them in position to succeed going forward. So Mark Stoops at Kentucky has done a good job of putting defensive players and offensive linemen in the league. They've been pretty good about that since he's been there. And maybe him as a defensive guy, he comes from the defensive side of the ball, knew how to identify, you know, and recruit. And I'm, again, that's not to say that Brumbaugh didn't have any hand in it. I just don't know. I don't know about either one of them guys. And, and like Ike said, we didn't know anything about Nick Eason. Everybody was like, well, he came from the pros. Can he recruit? Uh, Turns out he can recruit. You know what I mean? So um, I'm, I'm going to sit back and watch because we don't have much of a choice. <laughs> we didn't get to vote for any position groups or anything like that. So we got to just sit down and, and be ready to accept whatever comes. We hope. I think the, the biggest difference we hope that comes with all these changes is we are now locked in. Everybody is on the same page and in all feet and everybody's in lockstep moving forward with how they want to recruit, what type of defense we want to run, how we want to call plays defensively. We at the very least hope there's no dissension inside the program and the coaching staff so we don't see anything that looks like confusion as far as what we're running on offense or defense. So I have no uh, no strong feelings either way about the staff filling out. Just I'm hoping for the best. And, and one thing that I will allude to, I didn't get a chance to say on on Friday, uh, is I think with this coaching staff being assembled, I, I do expect to see some continuity. Um, I think with Eason and Ann Mason, um, Eason to kind of a lesser extent, with those guys, Mason being a former head coach, having coached in the NFL, reported he was on his way to the NFL before Auburn hired him. We knew the most that we would, could expect to see these guys at Auburn was two years. Right. Right. Yeah. And so as bummed out as we are that we're gone, we knew that we kind of had them on a rental. Like they were going to be helping to build Auburn, get some momentum going on that side, as well as in recruiting, which in one year, you can kind of argue that they kind of did that. Um. So we knew that, but with the guys we have now, we know that there's going to be a lot more. I don't expect, uh, you know, and I'm hoping there's there's nothing to B's point, no more issues uh, within our coaching staff. I expect these guys to be here for a while. 
And, you know, unless uh, Schmetting moves on or he has a lot of success and gets an opportunity to become a head coach somewhere, Carson's going to move the next man up. And so I kind of like how he's hired young guys, uh, someone like a Robinson who has the opportunity, because if we be honest, like Robinson's been moving up, like he's been progressing very well through his career. He hasn't been coaching long. So if his trajectory is towards that of a coordinator, and let's say Schmetting does a really good job and lands somewhere, Carson can do the same thing with Robinson as he did with Schmetting. Um, assuming, you know, there's nothing, not another big name coordinator who wants to come here. But I mean, listen, Burt Watts was a former DC too, right? That so too. They, mm, they, that they, too. got guys <laughs> in succession ready to kind of just step up and do that job. Yeah. So, so I, and I always knew that Schmetting was going to be the guy. Like once, I always felt that once Mason left, Schmetting steps in. And so I, I think, and, and another reason why I felt like there would be more continuity with this defense, I don't expect a lot to change, but I do want to ask you guys this. Mason, researching Mason all offseason last year, we read up on how he likes his linebackers to play off the line and run support, um, how he likes to play the zone. In your opinion, I know we won't know until we see film, but are there some things that we think will change with our defense? Uh, I mean, I definitely think that there are going to be changes. Look, there's, it's almost impossible for two different people to have the exact same philosophy, even if they have similarities in what they want to do from a scheme standpoint. Um, the percentage of times that you're going to see blitzes, the type of blitzes that you're going to see, um, how much he mixes the fronts, right? Like, is he going to stay strictly 3-4, strictly 4-3? Is he going to do some sort of mixed front thing, um, you know, you know, or 4-2-5? What, like, what, like I think there are going to be things that are going to be different. I think what you're going to see philosophically is going to have to change because he's a different person. Um, so he's going to want to approach how he attacks an offense differently than Derek Mason did. Um, that's just, in that's the inevitable reality. Um you know, let me take it back to the 49ers who won yesterday over the Green Bay Packers with a last-minute field goal. Um, right, but B? not specifically right, B? <laughs> talking about that, but talking about the <laughs> fact that the two head coaches for the opposing teams were from the same offensive tree, right? Like they run very similar offenses. One of them right. just happens to be the, you know, like, so, so they're, they're not, they don't call the games the same way though, right? They've got different talents at quarterback. So they, you know, one of them leans more heavily on, like, so again, personnel is going to, imp should impact how you call games. Uh, but the guy themselves is, is going to impact the way a game is called just because he thinks about attacking a an opposing offense differently than someone else. And when yeah. you're the person who gets to call the play and not the person who gets to make suggestions about what we should call, that's going to be different, right? You can come, they, Derek Mason and Jeff Schmitting could have walked into every single game with the exact same game plan, and they're going to call those games completely differently because yeah. they just think differently in a scenario. Okay, in this one, we're going to roll the coverage this way. In this one, we're going to run, you know, three deep zone versus a two deep zone versus cover one. Like, it's just going to be different, right? So right. we'll see. This makes this upcoming spring so interesting because yeah. I want to know the impact this is going to have on players in terms of hey, they better be fun move? this year, dog. I hope so too. I hope so too. Yeah, I, you think they're gonna run the clock? Man, I don't want to. I, I want a real A day game this year, man. 
Yeah, I, I want to see. I want to see everybody. Look, I need to see everybody who has got an Auburn jersey and a number. They need to be out there playing. I want to see them on the field. I don't want to see them holding nobody back. None of that crap. Like, get the people who you know are going to be start tank. Okay, hand the ball off to him twice. Let him sit down. Let me see the rest of these dudes. What What does Damari Austin look like back there in the backfield? You know what I'm saying? If we've somehow, Chavante Citizen decides what he wants to do with his life and he ends up at Auburn, let me see him running the ball. Is Jarquez Hunter, you know, is is the offseason off number two going to pay bigger dividends to him? Right, you know, yeah. like, what does our quarterback situation look like? I need to see all of them have a quarter for themselves. First quarter, somebody. Second quarter, somebody. Third quarter. One quarter, let them go at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just need what? to see that this time. Yeah, I agree. I was just going to say I that. didn't see that last A-Day. I saw two quarterbacks, and I was only impressed with one of them. Well, I wasn't actually impressed with either of them. But <laughs> um, I was definitely not impressed with one of them, and I will not <laughs> continue. Grant Lloyd? I don't I don't need uh, huh? name The name escapes me. Um, but, yeah, I don't want to uh. see that this time, man. B, what are you about yeah. to say? I was gonna say, well, technically, if they wanted to make it interesting, they don't have to. We don't. They don't have to get a quarter because the second quarterback's gonna get on the field every other drive. They That's can what I'm just saying, give, though. But like, yes, halves. Then if it's four of them, the one versus right. two, and then three versus four. I need, but I just need to see a significant amount of time for all of the quarterbacks that we have in that quarterback room because I don't anticipate Auburn taking five scholarship quarterbacks into the fall. So I want to see everybody out there on the field. They got a scholarship, right? So let them play. Play ball. Let's do it. And they they need it. They need yeah. it. Like, these guys really need it because their future is heavily dependent upon this. They need to determine if they're going to be here, if they're going to fight here or fight somewhere else to get on the field. So I definitely, they, they definitely deserve to have a shot. <laughs>